Hey, and welcome to episode 60 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, uh, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. We're also on, like, multiple other podcast things that I don't know about. Um, <laughs> if you want to send us your questions or comments, you can do so via the Google form, which is linked in the podcast information blurb. Ollie! Good secret evening, but actually yes, morning. Good morning. Good morning, Clark. No, we have to pretend it's Monday night. Oh, so. sorry. Uh, yes. Happy um, Monday. Happy <laughs> Monday evening. I definitely didn't wake up about 15 minutes ago uh, to because I woke up late because, well, it is. I know it's Monday, but it is also a bank holiday today. <laughs> so uh, It is for it's, old Lizzie's Jubilee. Yes, old Lizzie Jubilee. Happy birthday. I've got no interest in that at all, no. but I'm happy that we get to you bank holidays. So. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. That, that's, that's the only benefit of uh, having, you know, a good old Queenie growing up. But, um, yeah. Uh, how are you doing, man? How, how's it going? Yeah, I'm alright. Moved into my new place this week. Well, on Friday last week. So, um, that's all good. It's gone really smoothly. After a rough moment near the end of it, so my Salah nearly dropped out of the process, like, right at the last minute, because she was getting really pissed off with my buyer. Yeah. I was in the middle of it, just going, please, everyone, just get along. And they, they were just, like, oh, it, it was God. all falling apart. And I was like, no. But <laughs> it all went through. It was all fine. I've also discovered, here's the thing. Did you know that money makes things a lot easier? Uh, I mean, that's, that's news to me. So, so you know. <laughs> so here's my big discovery. Um, I picked a, a moving group like like so a bunch of movers and, and the price was about 500 quid for them to to come and take all my stuff from my old place to my new place and leave it there yeah about about, about 450 quid it was i think was the total they gave me which is to be fair that that's not bad i, I think that that sounds okay for like movers i don't have any kind of price reference to, to compare to but i thought for the, what they're doing that sounds good yeah yeah so then they were like, well, we can add a service to this where we can pack all your boxes for you and we can also dismantle your bed and your sofa and then we'll build it in the new place mm-hmm. and unpack everything for you. And I went, oh, that sounds really expensive. They said, no, it's an extra £100. And I was like, yep. already signing the form. Like, yep, 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 that sounds great. I turn up to my new apartment and it is all done. Yep. They even turned down the bed. Oh like, you know, like in a hotel where they're like yeah. fold over the sheet. Like, I was just like, you weren't supposed to put the bedding on. And they were like, oh, well, you know, we didn't have much else to do. It's like... <laughs> So I've now discovered for that little bit of extra cash, like the the value of that is unlimited. Yeah, like, absolutely unlimited. And I mean, so, yeah, that, it, that was something. Like I, I guess hunt, like hunt, I guess depending on how much shit you have, like a hundred quid is probably kind of worth. I know in I know in Japan because I've heard stories about people moving in Japan, and that's kind of like the norm for these moving companies. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah they'll literally like pack everything for you, unpack it in your new house because you just tell them where you want things to go. They'll just do it yep, for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what they did. It's so crazy. And, Obviously, I've not got much furniture, so there's still some stuff packed. But for the stuff that isn't packed, it's it's incredible. Like, yeah. and when they said a hundred quid, I was like, I thought you were going to say like a thousand pounds or something. Yeah. I was like, this is a no-brainer. Just yes, take the money. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was so glad they did it as well because now, like, I, I moved in, got straight into bed. Like when I got to the apartment, because it was late at night when I got back, had a nice sleep and woke up in the new place, and I was just like, this is fantastic. The value of this is amazing. So, well, so that was go. cool. Um, but yeah, that that was my last week. Um, how about you? What That's been great. Oh god, man. I've, uh, since it's been since we last recorded, I've done like been traveling a little bit. Like this really? week. Really? Where have you been? Uh, well, I was in like around the UK. So for oh. like a stack. Yeah, not not nothing. I'm going, like Tibet. I'm going abroad. I'm going abroad next weekend. 
but like I've been going to a bunch of like stag do's and weddings and stuff like that. Like I've got a wedding this weekend as well. Because you're at that um, age now where yeah. all of your friends and family are getting or all your friends are getting married and so no family getting married. Yeah, exactly. Like the highlight of like the since we last recorded was I went on a like sort of river like canal boat trip around um the bath area when the weather okay. was really nice about like two weekends ago or something. And oh my god, it made me want to live on a boat. You know, just be like. Also, sque- bath is nice. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, bath yeah. is beautiful, and then like being on a boat, you know, just like chilling, having some beers, you know, in the sunshine. Also, yeah. drive. I I have monkey brain, so driving a like a narrow boat is really fun to me. Uh, and even it's like there's even anyway. one bit. Yeah, there's even one bit where we had to like drive it in the rain, and I was still out there just in my coat, like driving it in the rain. It was so. But in your head, peaceful. in your head, you were like, "Come on, let's go!" Like, yeah. this is the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're going about three mile an hour because it's like an elbow. Yeah, I just yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just had the wind waker like storm music. Yeah, in my exactly. Head. That. Yeah, That's sailing thinking, music. Yeah. yeah, just like oh my god. But yeah, it was so nice, man. Um, and that was probably the highlight. Um. It did. It did genuinely worked. feel like kind of like a video gamey at certain points, where it was just like this is like a scene out of a movie kind of thing. Like it was just so picturesque and nice, so but, cool. Like yeah. you feel cool. Exactly. Yeah, because well, you're just on a boat. So I, I went through a process earlier this year of, of looking at buying a, a houseboat because mm. I was like, these are really cheap. Like this seems. There surely there isn't a catch here. Of course there is a catch. Like yeah. there is a massive catch to buying. <laughs> this... What do you think the big catch to, to buying a houseboat is? A docked stationary yeah. houseboat. What do you think? What do you think the catch is? Oh well, if it's docked, oh well, you need still need to like re- replenish like the fuel and the water. And, no, like, you no, know. no, worse. So, what, what is the boat constantly doing? Rocking. No, it's uh, constantly deteriorating because of the water. You have to keep that boat. Oh yeah. continually. Yeah, like the upkeep. Like, apparently, of that shit, yeah. Apparently, yes. the upkeep upkeep is like sixty grand a year on a boat. Yeah. So, like, they they cost a hundred and something, one hundred and thirty thousand to buy, like settled and ready to go. But then you then have to add on the cost of that every year, spending at least sixty thousand on stopping it from sinking. Oh my god! I mean, that's because it's like always, it's always like rusting, and there's there's like leaks forming, and yeah. there's all kinds of stuff happening to it that just cost a fortune to fix. So, so I was like, nope. Here's a quite, I guess it's kind of a question. Like, is I don't actually know. Is canal boating like a very British thing? I imagine not, right? Like, I feel like there's probably other places, mm. other countries where. Probably get like canal well, boats and stuff. So the the UK is really well known for having canals everywhere. Like like yeah. we that that was that was initially one of our transport systems getting around the getting like commerce around the country. Yeah, because like it's the towpath and stuff, right? Yeah, where they used to they exactly used to be drawn horses. by horses. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the UK is known for it, but I would assume it exists in other countries, like it should do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's something for me to Google, or maybe something for the fans to write in about. Yeah, someone write in and tell us what. <laughs> Where in the world is pop- I mean, obviously there's Venice, but that's a, that's a given. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure I would imagine somewhere in like places like Germany and stuff that would be popular. Yeah. I don't remember seeing many things when I was in France. Like that wasn't really a thing there. Mm. But in the UK, like everywhere in London, you go. There's always a canal boat somewhere. Oh yeah, even through yeah. London. I'm sure like probably canal boating through London isn't the nicest experience. But uh, no, yeah. you get stabbed. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That'll do like, it. People on other canal boats, they're like canal boat up to you and like, all right, mate, stab. Is, is, is this just modern day Sea of Thieves? Is this a... Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 if anything, you know, Sea of Thieves is modern day this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Ollie, we could talk all day, yes. but instead we should probably go over what the agenda is because we've both got busy lives and yes. you know, things to do. So, today we're going to do our usual what we've been playing and watching, and then we're going to talk a little bit about Obi-Wan Kenobi, Stranger Things 4, the Multiverse of Badness, uh, and everything everywhere all at once because I understand Ollie has now seen 
everything, everywhere, all at once. I've Have you seen Multiverse seen, of Madness? I've only seen one of the things on that list. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you absolutely suck. Uh, we're also going to have a little talk about RetroArc on consoles, which is something I've recently discovered. Um, mm. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, including Toby Fox again, and also a little bit about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet in general, because it's looking quite cool. Uh, Sonic Frontiers gameplay, which Ollie is going to watch live, and we're going to have a live reaction. It's going to be very exciting. All right. Uh, Diablo Immortal, which launched yesterday on phones and stay on PC. And then we're going to do our top five emotional tracks in gaming, movies, or TV. All right. Uh, so, Ollie, what have you been playing or watching? Okay. And I'm going to mute myself because I keep coughing, so... That's fine. Um, okay, so uh, I guess we'll talk about everything, everywhere, all at once later on, but that film was absolutely incredible. Yes, yes. Um, what else... Been playing. I've been playing quite a few games actually. Um, I've been playing uh, V Rising, which is effectively like the new Valheim. Uh, I've been people have been saying that. Is that the vampire game? Yes, it's the vampire okay. game by Stunlock Studios, yeah. who are the people who made Battle Right and Bloodline, Cham- Bloodline Champions. But it's um it's a like top down survival game, but the gameplay is kind of like Diablo light. I'd say it's closer to more of a MOBA than like an ARPG because like you're not just like walking around and everything is dying around you in kind of like Diablo PoE um, style but like you know you, you are having you are, like you, you do kill things pretty quick like you are pretty strong but there is a lot of like skill shots and like you know aiming abilities and stuff like that um, it's really engaging I've only been playing it single player but I think it's been it's, I think it's designed for multiplayer because I've seen like there's a lot of like online stuff because the PvP is apparently like pretty pretty solid also has like a weird like because it's a survival game, you can join a world that already exists and then build a castle, you know, like your vampire castle. But you can also raid other people's castles. That's um, cool. I like that. But you can raid them. You can, like the other thing I like about this game is that the official servers have a thing, which is like you can only raid at specific times. So like to make sure okay. that's like you know for people like if you have a job, for example, you can't just get your castle can't just get raided while you're at work, which I think is very cool. So very cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. Um, and uh. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of cool things for it. I mean, it's, it, for an early access game, it's bloody great, um, and it's like a million. It's, it's sold like a million copies already as well. So, I would highly recommend it if you're looking for like a co-op game to play with friends, or like you know, even just playing at PVE. I think is really engaging and really fun. Like the bosses are pretty hard as well. So, I'm enjoying it. Just playing a single player. It's like one of those games where I'm just playing it and having a podcast or a YouTube video on in the background. It's like good like background game kind of thing. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, oh, I recently finished Celeste again. Uh, of course you did. I could, I could just breeze over that one. Um, well, I, hang on, I started playing it again and played it for about 10 minutes and went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm... It's only because, do you remember last uh, last time we talked, you you uh, played the Song. Su- To The Summit, is it called? To the Summit? Yes, yeah, 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 Reached The Summit, yeah. So that is now my most played track on Spotify this year. It's so good. I just can't stop listening to it. And it because, like you said, it's got that late motif in it that works so well. Yeah. And, oh, I just couldn't stop. Like, it's it's so, like, like it makes you want to walk faster. It, ma- it makes me gay walk through the city. You, you can't gay walk <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. Okay, so it makes me gay walk through the city. Like, so I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a lot more, like, walking through uh, London now. Mm. When that track comes on, I'm like, much time. Off to go. Like, it's a... It's a very good piece of music. I'm, I'm quite thankful you recommended that because yeah. I like it. It's, like, a great... it's a piece of music I never would have heard because I'm never going to complete that game. Oh, so good. It's such a good motivational track. Right, anyway, so yeah, moving on because I talk about. I feel like I talk about Celeste so much. 
Uh, you're effectively R slash tomorrow. I will be. Yeah, I will be talking yeah. about it later as well. Anyway, <laughs> for any listeners, do not do not go to R slash tomorrow. It's a terrible, terrible place. Oh god. It's a. Do you, do you know the? Do you know what R slash tomorrow is? No. It's a, a Reddit sub. Uh, that's like a parody of R slash Nintendo Switch. Oh, okay. Because uh, Nintendo Switch like went through this whole process of everyone being obsessed with Celeste and saying it was a hidden gem. Yeah. So like this, obviously a bunch of. I guess incels t- popped up and made this terrible like offshoot of it where they just ripped the shit into everything that's on us. Because in fairness, our slash Nintendo Switch is a lot of like man childs um, mm. being all super excited about stuff that is not really that exciting. Um, but for the most part, it's trash. So don't go to that. Don't go to that sub. Like, okay. I don't know why I'm advertising it. Do not go there. Okay. <laughs> it's terrible. D- d- warning. It's more of a warning than a recommendation. Yeah. Don't go there. Okay. It's a bad place. Uh, what else have I been playing? I feel like I I played another. Uh, I played another game. Oh, I've really got addicted to this game called Super Autopats. Have you heard of it? Before? Okay, I've I've heard of it. I've not. I don't know what it is though. Yeah, so um, it's a auto battler that's you can play it in browser. You can also play it on mobile. Uh, I think it's on Steam as well. It's completely free. Um, and it's a game where you assemble a team of pets and you have to get 10 wins. So, like, you assemble your team. There's, like, a shop phase where you buy pets and you upgrade them and give them food and stuff like that. And then your pets go find another te- another random team on the internet who are at the same, like, progression stage as you. And then you fight them. And then if you win, you get a trophy. If you lose, you lose some lives. And it's basically you have 10 lives and you have to see if you can get 10 wins. Um, and it's really engaging. It's really addictive, and it's great. Like, um, yes, it sounds like auto chess. Then, like, yeah, is it auto chess. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's li- it's literally like an auto chess, but just kind of like a lot simpler. And like, I I recommend like if people are looking to get into like auto battlers, this is a really good one to get into because sorry, my hay fever is acting up, so you can hear me getting. Really I, I've got it as well. That's why I have to keep muting myself to cough. Um. So um, the cool thing about this one though is that if you play the uh, arena mode, which is normal game mode, it removes some of the stress of playing like TFT and Dota Underlords and all the other things, which is that those games run in real time, so you have limited time to make your decisions and really read all the units and all these other things, which makes it a really hard learning experience if it's your first time. Whereas like uh, this game is entirely asynchronous, so at least in the normal game mode, which means that you can take your time, read what all the pets do, think about what you want to do, uh, and it also means that if you just want to take a break, you know, like you kind of like, you know, I'll play a few rounds and then be like, oh, you know, I've got to get off the tube or I've got to go back to work or whatever, and I can just like put my phone away and then just load up my progress whenever I want, like later on, which is really fun. Um, so yeah, I know there's a lot of streamers who are really into that game as well. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It's just you can play it free in a browser now. So like you know, it's called, it's called. Oh, I I'll think, check it out. Yeah, I think I, w- I would check it out. But while we've been chatting, I've slowly moved out onto my balcony. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sitting out here on a little chair, just like oh, in the living sun, the life. bathing. I'm, I'm, I'm. For the next few weeks, I'm just living that that like. I'm not rich, but feeling like a rich person life, like yeah, yeah, yeah. surrounded by my new plants. Like uh, I'm, I'm enjoying the nice clean apartment. Yeah, it's gonna be a shit hole in a couple of weeks. But right now, I'm living it. <laughs> you know, I have to clean it. And I, yes, yes. Because my, my previous owner, she paid for an industrial cleaner. Mm. Right, and so they came out in a team and just completely blitz cleaner. But it's also a new build anyway. So it's oh, lovely. there you go. I need to stop talking about my new. But I'm so happy with my new. Look, place. you're, just, you're enjoying happy. it, man. It's fine. Like, yeah. you just, you just enjoy yourself. Okay. Um, I guess apart from that. Um. Yeah, just watching more anime that I talked about on the podcast before, like Spy Family. Um, and 
I think that's mostly it. So, Clark, what about you? What have you been playing we've been watching? Uh, not so much, because I've obviously been uh, packing and, and sorting myself out, but I have been doing a few bits and pieces. My usual Overwatch, I'm on a pretty fast climb up into Platinum now on my DPS Ooh, in Overwatch, which is good. So nice. I've, I've been winning tons of games in a row again. Um, it seems that my MMR is just so nonsense. Like Sometimes I get into games where people have no hands, so it's super easy. <laughs> Are you preparing um, for Overwatch 2, then? I, I am. I'm not too excited about Overwatch 2, because I, I much prefer... When I got to play the the open beta, mm. um, I still preferred Overwatch One. I, uh, I like the new hero, but the game Overwatch One is better yes. to me. But I'm also a traditionalist, so whatever. Mm. Um, been playing that. I've also installed RetroArch on my Xbox Series X, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Which is, by the way, super impressive. Yeah. Uh, but there's a whole thing to that, which is really really cool. Um, what else I've been playing? I, I went back to Lego Star Wars because they fixed some of the bugs and it's now playable and it is. It's now maintaining its 4K uh, HDR and all that kind of stuff without washing out and whitewashing, which is what it was doing before the patch. Very nice. Uh, very so it means nice. you can play it and just enjoy it, which is lovely. Um, been smashing through a few more Xbox Game Pass games. In fact, this month they've just announced some of the new Game Pass titles. Uh, one of them is Assassin's Creed Origins, which I've oh. played in pieces, uh, but I've been playing on my PC. And this means I get to play it in like 4K um on my xbox and just sit in my living room and enjoy it on the sofa which i'm gonna do i'm gonna go back and start it again because origins is a good game like it's yeah. a very that's the one set in egypt yeah weeks time yeah um what else have we been i mean obviously been watching a lot of tv because stranger things season four landed and i watched the whole thing and each episode is like an hour and a half long oh my uh, god but it's it's not enough it's not enough i need more is it um, is this this is it right that's it's over now right no, this is season. I mean, it, it's one of the most successful like TV shows in the last ten years, I would say. Yeah. So, oh, I thought that this was going. like the final season or whatever. It it might be. So what they've done is they it's it's at a mid season break now, but it's not a mid season because they've released I think eight episodes and there's two more to go. Uh, and they're okay. they're coming out just just to push people into subscribing for another month for Netflix. They're coming out in July, I think. Yeah, that makes um, sense. And each one of those, I think, is nearly two hours long. Okay. Um, but it's been brilliant, and we can talk about it in a bit. <coughs> Excuse me, I need to stop coughing to this hay fever. It's all right. Um, what else have I been watching? Uh, watched a couple of movies here and there, a few bits and pieces. Um, and I think that's it for gaming. What else gaming-wise? Oh, I've been playing a very, very popular game that is now available in uh, some regions called Star Wars Hunters. You should check it out. It's very cool. <laughs> um... <laughs> The people working on that must be so talented. Like they, they genuinely must be the most handsome, awesome people ever. So yeah, you check that game out. It's really cool. Yeah, I'll have uh, to down. I'll have yeah. to try out that game. It's not yeah. available in the UK yet, but you you can still get it if you follow the instructions on the Star Wars Hunters Discord. You can still download it. Okay. Um, it's good. It's good. Um, I've I've moved from being like oh, it's fine to okay, I quite like this now. That's good. Um, it's definitely going to fill a hole uh, when it launches at some point. Uh, I can't really talk about the launch date though, but that that will be more information coming soon. Yes. Uh, otherwise, cool. I think that's it for what I've been playing or watching. I, um, I don't even know what the agenda is now. <laughs> I forgot to throw in one random thing: was that I played TF2 again for like a still few alive. Hours. Yeah, it's well. There's there's currently this campaign going on, which is called hashtag Save TF2, because TF2 is absolutely plagued with these like we i don't know why but there's basically these bots that join games and they just mic spam and then they're snipers who just stare at the ceiling and spin around and then as soon okay. as they see an enemy they just instantly headshot them kill them 
Right. It's really weird, but like, so basically, like, it's it's if you do the matchmaking, like, there's a fifty percent chance of going to a game with a bot in it, and a fifty percent chance, like, now because everyone's playing TF2 again because of the save TF2 campaign, uh, they'll you'll get into a game of players. But that game's really fun, man. Like, I was playing, I was like, me and some friends that we used to play like ten years ago. Like, someone just messaged all of us on Discord, being like, "Yo, you guys want to play TF2?" And we were like, "Okay." So then we played it for like two hours, and it was really fun. Like, I miss that game a lot. Um, well, I guess I don't miss it, but it's like, you know, kind of like nostalgic, right? Like playing it again. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember all of this shit. Like, there's also a lot of like weird weapons and stuff that I do not know, uh, which was also fun to like watch. Um, but yeah, uh, I really enjoyed that game. Um, and hopefully, I hope that for the TF2 community, because it's still like one of the top played games on Steam, uh, I hope for their sake uh, that the bots get removed because i we yeah, encountered one of them yeah we encountered one of them and i was like what the fuck like, i don't like i don't know why they're there like i don't know if they're trying to like, just like farm items or if they're just there to just troll but they just mic spam really really random shit and then just like also they have some some of the bots have a weird thing where they can get you kicked from the server by like making it seem like you're the one mic spamming and then it, the this server kicks you. I hate this. Yeah, it's really bad. This. Like, it's really, really bad. Um, and it's all on the official servers and everything, which is why Valve are trying... Like, that's why there's this big thing being like, Valve, please do something about this. And they did... You know, TF2... The TF2 Twitter account did respond and say, like, we're looking into it to try and fix these things. Like, we love this game as much as you guys do. So, you know. Yeah. But... That's good. Maybe this. I wouldn't will... be surprised if at some point we're going to see like a TF3 though. Like, yeah, well, I, w- I would imagine Valve would. Well, then again, Valve don't do three. The threes. Are yeah, they don't do mind. threes. Yeah. So, so maybe we'll see like a TF2. Two, yeah, TF2.5. TF2.2. <laughs> yeah, or, or, or most likely what they'll do is they'll start adding stuff back into TF2, or like you know maybe they'll start pushing it again. Like yep. you know if there's enough, because I mean it's still pretty popular on steam and i think the community still does a lot of stuff in the game as well so. I, I genuinely thought it had died I, I yeah. didn't know people were still playing i thought overwatch had like and and call of duty had kind of sucked all those players across but yeah if you're still active then i mean you know, excuse me because i yeah. have no idea I've, I've, no, I've just not looked into it that's yeah it. like right now there are fifty-seven thousand people playing tf2 right now so it's not dead at all then yeah it's very much alive it's still like in the top 10 it's still consistently in the top 10 played games on steam i think no, it's, cool to know. it's good to know it's surviving. Yeah, it's a good game. I like TF2. Great game. Anyway, uh, moving on, so we can go to our yes. first agenda point. So, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, Strange Things Four, Multiverse of Madness, everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. Of these things, you've seen one of them. Yes. So I'll do very brief points about uh, the first three because Obi Wan, I've only seen one episode, and it's great. I'm mm. loving it. It's really, really good. It's way better than Buck of Boba Fett. That's good. Um, it's just good. I would highly recommend watching it. It's got some more known actors. Obviously, it's got Hugh McGregor in it, but it's also got some much more known actors in it, which is quite enjoyable. Uh, it's just a good story. It's interesting, mm. and there's like a young Princess Leia in it as well, which is lovely. Um, so it's, they've they've definitely gone for the whole nostalgia angle. But I've only seen one episode. However, I'm hearing it is fucking amazing. Like it just gets better and better and better. So Obi Wan, watch. Good. Excellent. Uh, Multiverse of Madness. You haven't seen the movie. No, I've only heard, like, and I guess this is going to be interesting because I can talk, well, I haven't seen Multiverse Madness, but apparently comparing it to everything, everywhere, all at once is kind of a bit like, uh, one does fun things with the multiverse and the other just does weird things. Edgy things, yeah. Yeah, edgy, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. I enjoyed Multiverse of Madness, but if you haven't seen it, there's no point talking about it. But it, it's good. I highly recommend people watch it. It's a fine Marvel movie. If you like Marvel, you'll love it. It's yeah. exactly in there. I feel like that's... Uh, if, if, 
if you did watch WandaVision, the movie will make sense. If you didn't, you'll have no idea what's going on in the movie at all. The movie will not make sense without WandaVision. Yeah, I, I feel like Multiverse of Madness, or at least what I've been hearing, is that it's now kind of like we're back in that bit of Marvel where like it's it's now like the Marvel movies are there for Marvel, specifically Marvel fans, rather than kind of yeah. like, you know, like I feel like Infinity War and some of these other films kind of like broke out into mainstream kind of success thing right well, they're, they're yeah. just starting to tell the next big story yeah exactly uh, but this this is at a point where you're not really sure what it is because there's a lot going on nothing's really clear and it's a bit like i can't really see the thanos level threat coming in yet mm. oh, oh excuse me as to you every week um i i enjoyed it i liked it um but there's not really much to say if you haven't seen it well, we could discuss it if you ever do get around seeing it which would be cool yeah um but the, the other big one before we get to the main one is stranger things season four yes uh, if you liked season one, which was um, highly regarded as like probably the best season of, of Stranger Things, it's back to that level. Like they've managed to get that feeling back, which is weird. I don't know how they've done that, but it it feels like we're back in the science kind of storytelling that, that season one had. Yeah, I've heard it's. it's a... I've, I've heard from people who like Stranger Things that this season is like really good. Like... It's it's really good, like really 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 good. Um, it's it's more gory. Um, it's definitely like you can tell the budget is just infinite for the show now. Like, um, the CGI and stuff is really good. The effects are amazing. Um, it, it's just it's just great. Um, th- there's a few beer weird bits that are going on. Like for example, um, Will Byers and Michael, they don't really need to be in the movie. There's uh, in the show. Sorry, that there's no point for them being there. Mm. They're just there having a weird teenage time. That's okay. it. But everyone else is doing stuff like going into the upside down and fighting demogorgons and stuff like that's happening everywhere else. But Michael and Will are just being like, oh, "I like girls. I may not like girls. I don't know what's going on." Blah blah. blah. <laughs> and it's like, "All right, okay." And they still haven't made Will gay yet, which is really frustrating because we know he's gay. But they're doing that whole like dangling the carrot thing, and it's gone on for a bit too long. It's gone on for four mm. seasons. Like it's time to just engage with that and just let it let it happen. Are they are they baiting? Very I much. Forgot. There's so. a, there's very, a, there's very a word so. for it, but I forgot. It's, what it's baiting, gay no, baiting. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, queer baiting. That's what. Yeah. Queer baiting. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, in this case, it's gay baiting, but yeah, queer baiting is yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the the phrase. Uh, and they are definitely doing that. Like they keep hanging it because like it, it's very clear that he's struggling with his like feelings and whatnot. But it's it's just a very throwaway part of the show that no one really cares about because the rest of the show is so good. Yeah. And there's this whole part about them going to Russia. I don't if you saw the teaser at the end of the last season where Hopper wakes up in Russia. No. So obviously because of the Russian war, they've sort of had to rework that, and uh. you can sort of tell they've reworked it. And he, he is still sort of in Russia, but he's not. Okay. Um, he's in that... Eastern Europe. No, he's what? they're in America. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, it's a spoiler. I don't think this is a spoiler, actually, because I don't think where they are is important, but effectively they're in Alaska instead. Okay. Right. Like, which is just cold desolate but it looks a bit russian so it's like okay yes. cool this is fine it, it looks like russians have sort of taken hold in alaska is what's happened right okay. um so that's how they've done that bit um but overall loved it like and i watched the all all of it in in pretty much binge watched it over the weekend and every episode is an hour and 30 minutes at least long so it's a lot of stranger things but i enjoyed every second of it like it was brilliant nice. highly highly recommend so okay. but you've now seen everything everywhere all at once yes okay what did you think um so I took your advice, and me and my partner, we went. This is my, our first time going to an Everyman cinema. Oh, cool! So we went to an, so we went to an Everyman. Um, Which one? It was one in Hampstead, I think. Okay, we went to Covent Garden. 
So okay. I'm not sure if the experience is the same. I mean, it was great. I mean, we also went on, we both had the day off, so there was like no one there, which was oh, great. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it was us, and I think one person who seemed to be friends with the people running the cinema. Because <laughs> like the guy came over to us and took our order and was like, oh, you know, what would you like from the menu? And I was like, oh my god, this is like really bougie. It, it felt yeah. very bougie. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh wow, okay, so it's like a treat kind of thing. And it was lovely, you know, we got some nachos and some guacamole and stuff like that. And, you know, I had a coffee and stuff. It was really nice. Um, But then, yeah, so when they took our order, he was like really polite and you know whatever and then when he went over to his friend he literally like jumped over the sofa to sit you know, like, sit next to them and we're like right what the fuck do you want like what do you, what do you want and she was like oh just fucking i'm trying to have a nice time here you know and you're bothering me it was it was pretty nice um but yeah uh but the actual film itself uh i think it's one of the best films i've seen in a long oh. while Thank you. Um, you sounded like you were going to be really negative. No, 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 I was no. like, no, don't hate no, it. No, 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 no. It's, it's literally one that, of the best movies of all time to me. That like, film like... Uh, appeals to me in so many levels that, uh, and I went in relatively blind as well, which I think was uh, also helped a so lot. Did I. So did um, I. But that film appeals to me on so many levels that, like, I think it's genuinely one of the best films I've seen. Like, uh, I it, it also, I guess, in 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 tying with the kind of theme of like emotional tracks or whatever that we're going to talk about at the end of the podcast uh this film made me cry for a solid 10 minutes and if there was not that other person in the cinema i would have started bawling my eyes out i had it to physically stop myself it, from bawling without spoiler okay so should we preface here for anyone listening we're probably going to talk about moderately heavy spoilers for, yeah, for this film i would like this to is the movie everything everywhere all at once we're going to talk about pretty heavy spoilers um so if you if you're not interested in listening to spoilers tune out now um, and we'll, we'll maybe note, make a note in the in the blurb like when you can tune back in. Yeah. Um, so you know in the bit of the in the Spotify information yes. where it's like da, 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 da. We'll, we'll say when you can tune back in because I would like to talk quite heavy spoilers here because the main bit I want to talk about is the stones. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Wait. I'm just noting down the the timestamp for when we're talking about spoilers and when we end it. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh. Yeah. The so, stones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that bit was so good. It, it was. was it, I've never been in a cinema where everyone's laughing and and kind of because again we watched it at Everyman and everyone was laughing and yeah. like cheering and stuff and jeering and whatever. And and then that bit happened. No, sorry, we didn't watch this at Everyman. We watched this at Odium, but we watched Multiverse. At, at yeah, Everyman. yeah, I remember you saying that. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I got them mixed up. Um, but yeah, everyone was laughing and, and kind of chatting and jibing and stuff. And then that bit happened, and I've never heard the cinema go so quiet in my life. Like, yeah. It was just amazing. People were just like like chuckling a little bit and being like, "Oh, this is what is this? Like, what's going yeah. on here?" It was yeah. brilliant. That bit is that the bit that made you cry? Because that no. got me a little bit like there was something bubbling inside. I don't know what it was. The but... entire end sequence of like Peaceful. when Absolutely. things were just like escalating, and you know she's walking towards the bagel, and yeah. then you know the oh, I forgot the name of <laughs> Michelle. Michelle, Ye- what is the name of Michelle Yeoh's character? Um, uh, lady. God. Lady in no. Laundrette. Laundrette Lady. I feel like I should remember the characters' names, but I never remember the jo- Joy is the name of, uh, and also, what is it, Jabba de Wok or like, something? Was it Evelyn? Evelyn, is that her name? Evelyn, that's it. Evelyn. Yeah, yeah, Evelyn, yeah. So, um... I remember the husband's name was Waymond, but I couldn't remember the... Yeah, the yeah, Raymond, name. yeah, yeah. Ray- Raymond and Evelyn. And the the yeah. daughter was obviously Joy as Joy, well, because yeah. it gets mentioned like 4,000 times a minute. Yeah, so, so when Evelyn... Like, so the first bit that got me, especially, was like when Joy is kind of, like, you know, talking about 
you know, the realization that Joy is not actually trying to destroy the world. She's trying to destroy herself and show, yeah. have someone else understand, like, what she's going through, essentially. Yeah. Right, like, like trying to show how the what, like everything is like awful, essentially for her. Uh, right? uh, the Rick, the Rick and Morty approach. It's like Rick's approach to the universe. Yeah, he knows that the universe is just shit. Yes, in general, he just wants to get away from it because he's seen too much. Exactly right, and yeah. then you know, Eve- you know, and kind of like Evelyn's realization and Evelyn's like evolution as a character into like you know being like, yeah, everything sucks, right? Yeah. But then coming o- over to the other side, which is you know the whole rock thing, right? Which is where like you know like she's like, oh, here it's peace and quiet, right? But like you know, eventually you you can't just be a rock forever, right? Yeah. You know, this kind of whole idea of like, oh, everything sucks, so I'm going to shut myself away or like end it all. And that's the answer, right? And then, yeah. you know, sort of the realization of like, you know, showing Raymond's point of view where, you know, Raymond's coming off as this character who seems like he's really like, you know, like whatever, feeble and weak and it's kind of like a push Waymond, by the way, not Raymond, Waymond. Is it really Waymond? It's Waymond. I just looked it up just now because I was, I was double checking that I got, because I was trying to find out what Jamie Lee Curtis's character was called. Oh, By the way, yeah. she does have a name. Um, but it's Waymond, not Raymond. Okay. I thought it was Raymond as well, but it is Waymond. Okay, so Way- Waymond, yeah. And then, like, uh, you know, showing off that his character kind of, um, you know, like the explanation that he's, he's like, being kind and everything because that's his way of fighting against it. Like, that yeah. whole fact that yeah, yeah. he also understands, like, yes, everything fucking sucks. But that, like, you know, he is also still human. You've got to too. make, you've, you've got to make of it what you can. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you finish, but I, I do want to kind of, I want to sort of segue into something there. Yeah. It's something quite personal to me, but but we, we uh, please carry on because I'm fascinated to hear what you think about this movie. Like, yeah. And then and then like you know and then sort of showing you know, and, and then obviously the entire sequence of like Evelyn going to all of these characters and just giving you know kind of like understanding them and then making them instead of fighting them kind of like doing the weird thing of like you know helping them with kindness or whatever and you know and then ultimately the end sequence how it all culminates with like her stopping Joy from going into the bagel but the really yeah. powerful moment is that it it cuts back to essentially her stopping Joy from getting in the car. Right? Yeah, and that the entire explanation of this entire thing culminates back to like when it's just a mother and her daughter, right? Yeah. It's so oh, it's so fucking good, right? And also the whole thing of like you know Joy just explaining herself and you know and there's no one wrong here, right? Like Joy is correct in like in her explanation of how she feels and how things are, and that it's also right for Evelyn to be like, you know, for, for Joy to be like, I you just need to let me go, and for Evelyn yeah. to be like, I'll let you go, that's fine, but you should know this. Right. Yeah. That you know, and then gives that that whole like you know really emotional spiel kind of yeah. thing. And well, it's fucking uh, so, making me choke up right now thinking exactly about it. like, like, <laughs> like because it also makes me feel like it's telling everyone that a, a lot of times like you should say that you love your parents to yeah. them because there is going to be a last time that you say that like, it's inevitable. I know it's really depressing to say, but eventually there is going to be a last time you say that you love your parents to their face. Yeah. And people don't say it enough, and that whole scene there was like, you know deal with your shit and like yeah. get it done and and put aside your bullshit and actually just be good people or, exactly. or engage with the moment and and wh- where i was kind of start signing off which might take me a minute to explain but um we, we were talking about this before the podcast but we, we i mean i was in a massive accident and i went through a process where i did technically die mm. um and one of the things from that is i took away from it is i saw what happens when your body stopped being your body yeah. When, you, when you and it's nothing spiritual or magical. It's just I know what it feels like to to not be alive anymore, and in a, in a, in a weird way, and it's hard to explain because you can't really explain it. But yeah. as a result of that, I came back 
out of that situation with a humongous love for life. Like, yeah. I am now super engaged, super positive. I'm nowhere near as like grumpy and moany as I used to be. And uh, it's just because I know that what we've got now is the important bit. Yeah. This is the bit that counts. This is the bit that there's no, you're not getting rewarded at the end of it by going to heaven and getting 50 wives or whatever. None of that happens. <laughs> you just die. And I, I, and okay, there might be a spiritual element further along down the line and maybe I didn't get there, but I know you just die. And, I don't want to get back to that point anytime soon because I love what I've got right now. Mm. And it, it, and this movie is why I cried at the end of the movie because I could tell some of the writers in this movie has obviously had either a near-death experience or a, a, mem- a family member that has explained that situation to them. Yeah. Because the, the way that it was it was portrayed and shown was how I processed it in my head as well at mm. the time. So that was really weird for me. And I, I do see it every now and again. Like I read about it in books and I see it in movies and TV shows and stuff where clearly someone has been through a similar thing to me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is fucking incredible. Mm. So, sorry to sidetrack so, on it. No, 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 it's, it's, just, it's fine, right? Like, uh, and I The movie just has so many levels. Right? Yeah, that's what that, that was it for me of like, you know, the kind of layers of this film of like, you know, peeling back and the kind of like mm. really, I guess for me, like I know... <sighs> So, you know, I've read some reviews and whatever, and people are like, you know, it's pretty, you know, you, you if you want to be really reductive about the film, you can be like, this is the film, you know, the morals in this film are the equivalent of, like, the live, laugh, love thing yeah, post on the wall. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. you know, whatever. It's like, you know, like, you can view it in that cynical way, which is also kind of highlighted in the film by, like, Joy as a character. Like, that's literally... Yeah what this is, right? Is that you could choose to be cynical. It's your choice, right? Like, you could choose to take things cynically or, like, you know, be like Raymond where, like, you know, even the, the even the statement of Raymond being like, when things are, Wayman. like... Sorry, Waymond. Where things are... When things are, like... Waymond you know, Wang, actually. Yeah. It's his real name. <laughs> Waymond like, Wang. Like, when, when, when things are, like, uh, scary and frustrating and difficult and hard, you know, you can treat others with compassion. You can treat others with kindness, yeah. right? Instead of just being, like, you know, fighting everything and trying to be, like, defensive. And, like, you can understand yeah. why people are like that. Like, I probably am like that in a lot of cases, right? But kind of just having this... You can also choose to be, you know, like more compassionate and understanding of others and treat people with kindness in a way to try and deal with conflict rather than like, you know, just or be you, angry. You can just you can just be accepting. Yeah. Like you, you can you don't you know, I don't think you have to be compassionate. I think it's more saying you just have to allow other people to be. Like yeah. you don't have to agree with it, you don't have to like it, you don't even have to support it, but you just have to allow it. Like Mm. Stop being a. I'm going to say the c word. Stop being a cunt. Yeah. Like, not you. I mean, every, <laughs> the message to me from that movie was telling everyone: stop being pricks. Yeah. Like, stop being cunts. Just, just be better people. Yeah. And and that's what I came out of the movie. And I came out of the movie, and I was like, like, have you ever had uh, an experience where you walk out of a movie and your brain's sort of doing like the reboot process? Where oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah, processing yeah. it, but you're processing it in a way where it's like, holy fuck, I need to think about this for a long time. Yeah. Like and I, I was thinking about it for days afterwards because it really landed on me heavy and, yeah. and it's 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 up there now with like my top three best movies. Yeah, it's it's like, fucking great. Like it's it, incredible. And like the other, th- I guess the other thing is that like even like emotional and like messages and plot stuff aside, like visually the film is fucking great. Like all like the vibrant yeah. colors and everything, yeah. like the costume designs of like Jabba oh. the whatever you know Joy's costumes or whatever. Joy's. What was the name? The yeah Jabba the fucking not Jabba the Heart. Jabba the what? I don't know what it was, but I guess that's the point. Is <laughs> that it's like a really weird name? Um, but yeah, like all of her costume designs and like you know all of the visuals and stuff. Also the comedy of like fucking Rakakuni. Oh my god. 
what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> ra- the ra- like the Rakakuni bit is so yeah, well. yeah, yeah. As in, like the the setup for that stuff was so it's so well done as well. Like the whole but thing. But this like... is the point: is you don't realize half of that stuff is being set up because it it felt like when that stuff was introduced, it was just a joke. Or yes, like a exactly. Thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the butt plugs and the yeah. and the hot dog fingers. Yes, exactly. Like, that whole stuff was just like, oh yeah, okay. Here's the silly bit for the for the morons. Yeah, and then it actually turned out to be like some of the most pivotal parts of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, which is great. Like, which is fucking brilliant like, yeah but it was all it was is just showing like she eventually needs to go back into these personalities to get those powers Mm-mm-mm. like the hot dog fingers one i didn't know how they were going to do that but that eventually became a thing <laughs> as well because obviously people with hot dog fingers have really strong feet exactly it, yeah it was just so like oh and and the 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 fact that in some of the things she was a lesbian <laughs> with jamie lee curtis yeah and, it's great and like, she was like you need to tell her you love her uh-huh. and i was like like um and you know that whole thing of like you have to do something completely out of a line to 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 jump. Yes. I didn't realize that all those bits were related to other, like other universes yep. that are going on. That, that that took me a while to work out. That yeah. There was so much I had to process. It's so good. Like the way yeah the way that it's. Oh, I'm genuinely oh really God. glad that you loved it as well because for for a moment I thought you were gonna say oh, it was shit. No man, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> it's so it was good. Such a good movie. Yeah. It's so so good. Like oh. and. It's such a treat as well. Like, it's, yeah. it, I, I just loved every second of it. Like, God, and there, there was no point where I felt bored in that movie. No, not at all. I can't. Which also, is incredible. It's, just, it's... You know, normally when I watch these films, like, you know, for example, Inside Out, like, I I cried, like, a couple of times. But when I say I cried, like, I had, like, a tear go down my face, like, three different hey, you, times. You had, you had a moment. Had yeah, a moment. yeah, I had a moment, right. Whereas yeah. in this film, it was just literally for ten minutes, like, I could not stop <laughs> the tears <laughs> just rolling good. down my <laughs> face. I was like, oh, my Fun. God, this film's so good. Like, it was brilliant. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Like, that's, yeah. that's made my day. Oh, <laughs> such a good film. But, yeah. Also, I love, like, par- like parallel universe and time stuff. Oh, yeah, and, you know, being, we like, you know, that. the whole, like, scenario of, like, you know, different branching paths of your life and stuff like that like yeah like oh it's so good appeals to me and also you know all the asian fi- like themed stuff yeah, in of course it as well yeah like, i, I think shit. you like asian stuff don't you a little bit like you, yeah. you mentioned it a few times oh yeah 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 like, well, it's got a little interesting like things like cartoons and whatnot whatever oh, they're called God, for fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> all right no, all right <laughs> all right moving on <laughs> Um, so yes, that was everything, everywhere, all at once, and clearly we both very much enjoyed that. It's that such a movie. good thing. Please, um, you'll have to tell what the next point on the agenda is because I'm currently digging through the under of my sink to find a cloth because I'm cleaning <laughs> while we're on the podcast. How are you? To- are you just have wireless headphones? Wireless headset, and and my oh. apartment is set up in a way where I'm always really close to the computer. Oh, genius! Because it's like central hub. See, genius. I, none of this is uh, is done by mistake. But yeah, I'm also cleaning the bathroom while we're doing the podcast. Okay, okay. <laughs> um. So let's move on to Retro Arc. I think this is oh, your, yeah, yes. you're, you're yeah, going to have to talk to me bit. about this one. Explain yeah, it to fine. me. I, I can talk. I can talk. So yeah. uh, you, know, you know what Retro Arc is? No. So so I'm just looking at it. It's apparently on Steam now, but I'm guessing it's some every, kind of it's emulation everywhere. So it's, it's the thing that initially was on Raspberry Pis, where you built a little Raspberry Pi to emulate like certain things. Right, okay. It's now downloadable on Xbox Series X and PS5 without any kind of dodginess. There's no rooting or anything. It's, it, you download it through the browser on the Xbox, and it comes down as an app. Right, okay. And it fucking works. Like, it works really well. Uh, so you can do PS2, GameCube, PS1, uh, all of the... All of the like Nintendo and like Mega Drive, uh, Nintendo console, the Nintendo and Sega consoles, sorry. So like yeah. Mega Drive, SNES, um, blah blah blah, and it is really, really impressive. 
Like, because obviously it's running the same as it would on a PC. It's just running on a console. Yeah. So I've been playing things like Hurdy Gurdy, which is a PS2 game. Um, Dark Cloud, um, the Tomb Raider series, but the originals. Um, I've been playing like so. These are the games that I didn't mention in the thing because it was obviously going to be related to this. Um, I've been playing some like real classics and just playing them as as they were intended to be played. Yeah. On my Xbox, so you also get to upscale. So there's a, the, if you want to do the full upscaling, I think you need to buy the developer version of the game. Right. Of okay. The, of the of the tool, sorry, but the retail version is free. So the only thing you need to do is you've done a lot of emulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got, I've got you know, you know, BIOSes. Well, you have yes. to get hold of the BIOSes. So you have yeah. to do that, which we're not going to talk about here because obviously there's, that, a, there's that's a... the illegal part, right? Yeah, yeah that's the illegal part. So um, I obviously took all of my old consoles and extracted my BIOSes legally, as you're intended to do. So that's what we'll say. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. That's how I got them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the only bit that was difficult was getting the BIOSes to work. After that, you literally just put your ROMs on, and as you would with any other emulator, it just works. And playing them on your Xbox. It mm. is absolutely the way to play. If, if, other than playing it on Switch, but Switch has the performance issues. Is it on like, Switch? This, this is, I think you can get it on Switch, but I think you do have to do some finagling to get it on Switch. Right, okay. But the point being, it's just a it's a platform that allows you to just play all these different consoles in one like really easy-to-use menu. And the best part is that I was sitting playing Trog, so uh, the main boards all work as well. So I was playing Trog, I was playing Rainbow Islands, Parasol Stars, Bubble Bubble... And they all work in two and four player as they would in the arcade, and and it's just amazing. Like, this is like next level stuff going on now because the the downside with emulating on PC is there's a lot of jank that comes with it. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's inconvenient. It's not easy to do. Whereas this is now sitting on my sofa. Like, if my mates come over, if I had friends, um, if my if my mates come over to play, I literally just give them a controller and we just sit and play as we would in an arcade. So like. I tried the Simpsons arcade game. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great yeah, that, game. That works flawlessly, like as if you're in the arcade, Ow. but obviously on a 4K screen, so it's even better. Mm. Uh, Turtles, um, I think Turtles in Time is what it's called. Oh, yeah, the t- yeah, player, yeah. The, the four-player beat-em-up. I played that game recently. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah good. and that's the one that's getting a remake. The Shredder's Revenge is coming out soon. Yes. Um, played that, brilliant, like works. And I'm just sitting there thinking... Okay, this is what we need, and this is so much better than these stupid arcade collections that come out that have all these stupid caveats with them. It just, I mean, obviously it's emulation, so it's exactly yeah. as it was back then, but I'm just so surprised that this works. But the downside is it's getting a lot of press now. Yeah. But, and you know what happens when things like that get pressed, mm. and Nintendo's lawyers activate oh. and they start attacking. Yeah, I'm um, sure. But yeah, so, so I was going to say, because like, the reason I mentioned it is because you were talking about getting a new um next gen console yes i wonder if you'd made any progress nope i have not bought anything <laughs> no, not at all i'm not i'm not even towards ps5 or i saw i saw a ps5 in a cex the other day for like 400 quid or something or 550 you quid. can buy them now i was them. like yeah i was like hmm do i just buy this now kind of thing but well, you could I buy them know. legitimately from amazon and stuff because there's yeah. there's no longer a shortage yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. available I've heard that it's like pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've been saying as well, right? Like, yeah. I, I just the haven't sh- the decided. Is coming to an end. I, I just haven't decided which one I want. So, but what what were you? Oh, well, I mean, I I was going to say I, I I think this is available on PS5, but just the experience I've had with my Xbox just gets better and better every time I use it. So yeah, like I, I would strongly suggest going for the Xbox. <laughs> okay, okay. The Series X though, it's just just because it's such a usable and it also looks small. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the PS5 is just fucking huge. The Goliath, it's mental. That thing yeah. is. I don't know. I might, I might end up with a PS5. I feel like for if that's what you want. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Me, then you can go ahead. 
<laughs> I'm not mad, just disappointed. Just disappointed. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I'm not 100% sure which one I'm going to go to do. But um, yeah, that's for me to to decide on. But yeah, that's really cool that Retro Arch is on coming at all of these platforms. And yeah, that. and it's now suddenly becoming accessible. So the, the big trick is that emulation usually comes with a whole level of like, have to dick around and mess around until stuff works. This this is just works. Yeah, like, but which is ha- nice. But I mean, you still have to acquire the ROMs, right? Yeah, which you do legally by getting the games and whatnot. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that bit you can. I mean, Google's out there. Google exists. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, you yeah. can work all that stuff out. But once you've done all that bit, so this is why I bought a uh, a high speed USB stick this week as well. Mm. So I bought myself a three hundred megabyte uh, per second plus Samsung USB stick. Because nice. the PlayStation 2 ROMs take an age to load on, like an old shitty memory stick, so I just bought a proper one. Oh, nice! And tried it out; works great. Yeah, I, okay, I was playing Tekken Tag on my uh, Xbox the other day, oh, which is okay. brilliant. Okay. Playing a bit of Tekken Three, playing a bit of Original Street Fighter. Oh, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's so good for for a retro gamer like me. Like this is a dream. Yeah, I can this imagine cool. it being amazing. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, man. so that that's been what I've been doing. That's been my little project. All right, so we can. Mm-hmm move on then to i guess i know very little about this i i've only seen what other people have been talking about it uh pokemon scarlet violet and uh tony fox so yeah, i am... we had a we had a release trailer uh, sorry an updated trailer for yeah. yesterday i am out of the loop with pokemon quite a lot i've realized but um all i know is that in this one there is a pig and it is called the chonk there is a pig called a chunk. Yes, there is. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks fucking awesome. That's, that's all I know, and that's pretty good. That's um, there's, a, there's, a, there's, pretty good. there's a big fat electric dog as well. Oh, really? Which is they've really gone like chunky in this one. Everything's okay. Fat. That's good. Um, but yeah, so there's a big fat electric dog which looks cool. They've showed you the new legendaries which look a bit phallic. Uh, which yeah, they're is weird. the weird dragon things, right? Yeah, they're dragons that have both got like wheels in their chests, but they okay. kind of like penises. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, but the, the the so the one that I'm going for, I'm going for Violet because there's also for the first time in the Pokemon universe, there's not one professor in this game. There's two. Oh, that's cool. So you uh, depending on the version that you play, you get a different professor. One is female, one is male, and they're both extremely sexy because it, that's how of, it seems to be. Uh, someone in the Pokemon Center, in the Pokemon uh, company, sorry, is very very horny. Mm. Um, I don't think but it's yeah. I don't think it's the developers that are horny. I think it's the fans. It's definitely the fans, but you can also tell that someone has made them sexy intentionally because they've also like the the female one has kind of big sexy lesbian energy. Okay. Uh, whereas the male one has like big gay daddy energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the pictures of them now. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So like the the big meme at the moment is like Happy Pride Month from Pokemon. Yeah. Is two gay. Like gay icons for you, woo! <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? That's not too far from what may have happened here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so that's interesting, and that they've also announced that there is now going to be a four-player exploration uh, way of playing the game, so you can play with groups of four people. Oh, that's cool! Because uh, the whole game's open world. Uh, oh, which is very very cool. That's very cool. So is it? Yeah, so like, here's your big news. <laughs> is it like Arceus? Yeah, they, they've taken a ton of inspiration from Arceus, but obviously Arceus was like a test bed for this kind of stuff. Um, it, I mean, they, they haven't shown too much, but what we've seen, you can see like four players going off and doing their own thing in the same map. Oh, that's really cool. That's, that's cool, really good. So, yeah. But I don't know if that's going to be instant, which I assume it will be. Uh, and as we all know that while Nintendo have great plans for online, they never seem to execute them very well. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there, but... 
it does in in on paper it sounds cool yeah right? but in practice we know nintendo don't know the internet exists mm. i'm sure there's probably still gonna be like a 56k option to play it or something because that's how nintendo are <laughs> <laughs> Like if you're using CompuServe, you get 25% off. Cut that dial-up tone. Yeah. yeah that's it. Mom, don't pick up the no, phone and cool. playing Pokemon. I, it's, it's definitely sold me. I'm, 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 like I said, I'm getting the Violet version because the Legendary looks sick. Yeah. Um, but it's it sold me on it. And it, you don't really have to sell me very hard on Pokemon. Cause I'm yeah, gonna... I feel like now it's like if you're a fan of Pokemon, you just, you just, you just kind of in. You just kind of in on yeah. you. Like, oh, yeah. And, and I love those games, so. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're good games, right? Um, for all things considered, I know that people you know, Sword and Shield, and yeah, I I know that the Pokemon fan base are one of the most vocal in being like this company has so much money, why are these games not better? Kind of. Well, thing. we're we're always but... I, I keep joking with fr- my friends, but it's not necessarily a joke because I know the realism of this. But Pokemon are literally the perfect platform for NFTs, mm. and I'm worried that we're always going to get closer to that day. Like, hey, do you want to pay Evolve this Pokemon? Well, no. jump into the Pokemon Center Deluxe and buy yourself a unique variant of this Pokemon that you can sell on the Pokeblock chain. I think, oh, like, oh, never yeah. ever say those words again. The problem being is it doesn't sound unrealistic, does it? No, I never want to hear the phrase Pokeblock chain. Pokeblock chain. Ever again, please. Pokeblocks are a thing in Pokemon. No, 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 no. It is a, it is a thing. Pokeblocks yeah, are a thing. I'm sure it's a thing. I don't, I, I don't need to know about it. Oh. Which, by the way, I just said the word poffins to you as if you'd go, oh, I know what poffins are. Like, it makes no. nonsense if you don't know what <laughs> I mean, a lot of this is not... Poffin! Dude, I'm still, I'm still like a Gen 1, Gen 2 Pokemon person. Oh, I'm hard in so, on Pokemon now. Yeah, like, I'm all so, about mega-volving and Dynamaxing and all that bollocks. It's like, pe- like people at my work were talking about their like top five favourite Pokemon, and... A lot of the people who play the modern Pokemon games just had like these Pokemon. I was like, I have no idea what these Pokemon are. But... Like when I, you know, my favorite Pokemon, it's just coughing, man. This is a big flow. Cool. Although I like, I like the new version of coughing, Galarian, Galarian wheezing. Gal- I mean, okay, that. if they made a, if they made a Galarian coffin, that would have been the best. Galarian, because wheezing just looks like he's kind of in pain a little bit. No, but he's like, he's, a, he's fancy. He's got a top hat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I love, I love Galarian wheezing. Like yeah. that's a fancy looking gentleman. And fa- by the way, fairy poison type is broken as. Oh shit! Really. Like, so broken, like like I ha- I just because I, I I know the typings of like the 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 trainers and stuff that you go up against throughout the game. Mm. You you all you need is a Galarian Weezing and you can smash that game into the floor. Wow, like it's it makes the game ridiculous. It's so <laughs> stupid. because half the game is really is weak to fairy, the other half is weak to poison. Yeah, well, it's just upper class privilege, isn't it? Look at yeah. that fancy. <laughs> Just, you know. fat, fancy bat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I really wanted a Galarian coughing because I saw some um some uh, designs for it, like fan art designs for it, and he's just got got like a little bowler cap on. You know, kind of like oi oi, what's all this about then? You know, yeah. kind, of, kind of thing, like a little coughing. Different variants of it. Yeah, but yeah. I think I just like coughing because he's just always smiling. He's, he is he's, always smiling. He's just always happy, man. He's chill. Yeah, it's, a good, it's a good choice. But yeah, so that was. I mean, it's just a little bit about Pokemon Violet because to yeah. be honest, the the games industry has been quite quiet this past few weeks. Um, yeah. Because we're coming up to what is essentially traditional E3 season now. So this month, there's a load of stuff that's been announced for, like, there's a State of Play coming up. There's yep. supposedly a Nintendo Direct, but they never announced them until the day before. Um, and I think Microsoft have got a showcase coming up as well. Yeah. And also, they delayed um, Star Game, whatever it's called. Starfield. Starfield. They delayed it until next year, which is a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. But we'll but, see. Oh, well. I'd rather it be good than, than early. True. True. Yeah. All right, so next thing, 
Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> I have seen nothing about this, so I'm gonna watch it now. I'm gonna put the vi- I'm gonna put the yeah IGN... stream it so we can hear the sound. Yeah, the well. IGN gameplay video. Uh, oh yeah, so we can hear the sound. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I need yeah. to actually stream it to you. Mm. All right. I'm just finishing cleaning my bathroom, so okay. we're back on my computer in a second as well. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna hit play, and I'm gonna give my live commentary as as it's going. So, I know, all I know about this is that, um, it's a little bit Breath of the Wildy. Yes. That's, that's all we all knew, to be honest, until we saw this. Hold up, I, I just want gameplay, I don't want this guy talking over it. Alright, here we go. Okay. So, right now, it seems very like Sonic Adventure kind of thing. Yep. Uh... Oh god, it's very weird to see Sonic walking. It's giving me like Sonic 06 vibes. You know? That's exactly what I thought. Like as well. watching Sonic kind of walking around in this realistic environment where, like, uh, you know, he's going to be interacting with humans as well. At some yeah, a hundred percent. And we all yeah. know how that goes. Every well, time Sonic interacts with humans, we all know how. Oh, well, the internet explodes, and suddenly yeah. the furry fan base suddenly explodes as well. So, of, co- of course, they do. Okay, weird. the Stuff grinding. The grinding looks pretty good. This game does look. A lot slower than. Wait, is there climbing? What? What? There you go. You're starting what? to reach the point now. Where what I was the like, fuck? What the fuck is so, this? so for context, Sonic just climbed for a bit and then decided. Yeah. You know what? No, climbing again. sucks. Yeah, climbing yep. sucks. I'm just gonna run up a wall. Yep. What? Okay, sure. Um. Kind of nonsense, isn't it? What's yeah. Going on? It, it, like, do, you, do you remember what I said when I told you about it? It looks like an Unreal Tech demo. Yes, it does definitely look like an Unreal yeah. Tech demo. There's bits of this that look pretty cool that it's giving me now that he's at the top of the tower and kind of looking over the landscape it's giving me arceus vibes where it's just lots of green yeah and i'm thinking <laughs> landscape yeah this is not gonna run on switch yeah this is definitely not gonna run on switch or if it is then there's also been uh, just while you're watching there's been some massive like boost to the rumor that a switch 2 is on its way okay because there are people that have analyzed the breath of the world 2 trailer and they've said very clearly this can't run on switch Oh really? These effects don't. These effects don't process on Switch. So there's like anti-aliasing effects that aren't don't exist on the Switch. Oh. So they're like, oh. Unless and they played it on PC and then just rendered it out. You know? Well, they, to be fair, they did that with a lot of the stuff for the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Because it did run better on the Wii U, mm. on a PC. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. Um, this. So. This. Okay. So Sonic's now got like a weird air dash thing, which is kind of cool. <laughs> like he just like. It's just a kind of weird double jump. It doesn't really feel like anything, does it? It's just like, no. okay, this is Sonic in a place that Sonic's not normally in. Yeah, it's quite vapid. Like, yeah. you know, there's not, there's just kind of like weird rails placed around in an open world environment. And yeah, like you said, Unreal Tech demo style thing. Yeah. Of just like. So to me, have you seen Grand Theft Auto V's online mode? Yes. Where there's like tracks in the sky and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks exactly like that. Like, it looks like yeah. all they've done is just gone to that and just gone, well, let's do that in Sonic. Yeah. Like, that's what it looks like to me. Well, I mean, I guess it'll be interesting to see how this game works. Like, if this is just, like, you're out in the world, and then you go to, like, stage sections, and this is, like, the overworld kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I'm not really sold at the moment, but also I know this game is not for me, so. Yeah, I looked at it and just thought, no, I'm not really interested in this. But not, air- none of it looks interesting, it just looks like a bad game. Yeah, it looks pretty middling, but... I guess we'll see. I mean, I don't know when. When is this game supposed to come out? Uh, next year. Okay, so they've still uh, got time. As well, I'm not 100 on that. Yeah, 
They've still got time to do stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it look it looks nice, but gameplay wise, just looks pretty lifeless. Yeah, like you know, there's not much to it. Yeah, there's no meat on those bones. There is definitely no meat on those bones. Mm. But that's cool. I mean, there you go. That's 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 what we have on Sonic at the moment. We're going to see more hopefully this month because there's going to be more um, developer reviews, uh, developer deep dives going yes. on this month. I have. Um, I'm waiting for Annapurna and. Ben oh, I'm just waiting for. Release. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Devolver Digital yeah. for doing their E3 show because uh, did I tell you last time we spoke? Nina tweeted that she's just wrapped recording yes, the show. Yes, I remember you telling me. I was you, just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> she's the back. Continuation of the storyline. I just that's all I care about. I don't give a fuck about the rest of the games in the show anymore. I just care yeah. about that. Um, but yeah, so that was Sonic. Cool. Um, and then I guess the last thing we've got before we jump onto our top fives is Diablo Immortal, which we can do very briefly because yeah. uh, we'll probably have more to say on this the more you get into it. Uh, it launched yesterday. It's very impressive. It's very good. It's enjoyable. It's lovely. Um, it's a bit janky in places, but it's definitely a Blizzard game. Um, however, the, the microtransactions and stuff do seem a bit heavy. Is it free um, to play? It's free to play, but you can pay to increase your loot drop rate in certain dungeons. Oh. Uh, and there's like paid cosmetics and stuff. The, the usual stuff. There's a battle pass, and yeah, they, they've 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 gone very safe with microtransactions, but some of them are a bit spicy. Right. So, okay. But the game is fine. I would highly recommend checking it out. It's ten gigabytes. If it's free um, to play, yeah, I'll check it out. It's hundred percent free to play. Like, there's no limitations on the gameplay at all, and the game is very playable, like without paying. Okay. Um, and it's good. It's a good game, and and it comes out on PC today. Is it co-op so, as well? Co-op, cross-play, uh, multiplayer, all that kind of stuff is all in there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. I might so, check yeah, it out with my out. partner, actually. Like, yeah, she, it's, I think it's worth checking out. Like, it's it's it. interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yes, that was that. I don't expect we have much to talk about in Diablo Immortal because it literally only came out yesterday. But we'll yeah, I don't really have on. anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so top five emotional tracks in gaming, movies, slash TV. All right. Um, well, see, for, to preface this, I... Uh, only thought we were doing games, so mine are all from games. But that's that's they're still really good. I still think they're really good tracks. But okay, well, um, can I hear what you're currently streaming? Watch stream. There we go. Now I can. Yes. Uh, okay. Now I can see my own desk, my own um, document, which is very weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me looking oh, at so, your document. So shall I start with mine? Yeah, let's start my, with yours. My number five. I can't remember what my number five was. So, I, I mean, do we want to give a bit of preface about, like, emotion... Like, what do we mean by top five emotional kind of thing? Like, yeah, so I'm talking about things that have either given you an emotional moment or have made you feel an emotion. Just something that has made you stop for a moment and go, oh. Yeah. You know, something that that, that tickled you or, or gave you a story to tell. Because mm. uh, we always like gaming stories. They're always fun. Yes. Uh, but uh, mine are not really a top five. Mine are more my five favourites that not really in any kind of order. But the first one That's is fair. definitely my top one. Okay. Like, okay. It's, it's a piece of music that I just die for. Uh, but my number five is the Dead Island trailer music. And <sighs> I think we've talked about this uh, at different points in the past. Um, this plays over a... A, a, a video in reverse cinematic of a kid falling out of a window yeah uh who's become a zombie and then her parents trying to kill her mm. uh and it, it goes backwards with the kid not being a zombie getting bitten blah 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 and the parents like just trying to save her from the zombies that were attacking in this hotel yeah and the reason i said this is emotional is sorry i'm talking over the music but that's it's fine beautiful um i think it's by philip glass is it by philip glass uh, who did this piece of music who made this giles lamb Giles Lamb, sorry, not Philip Glass. It is Giles yeah. Lamb. Um, and it was in this time where 
uh, this was the first time a game trailer really blew people away. Yeah. It was like, holy shit, the game was trash, like, the game was terrible. But the trailer was fucking awesome. And it was just one of those things that we kept watching in like big groups on big screens wherever we could. Yeah, the I remember. It was so good. And I still listen to this music today, like it's still on my playlists. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of music. It's lovely. Yeah, definitely a somber, somber tone kind of music, right? Like, and when you finally realise what's happening, because it ends with this really nice shot of the family on their first day of their vacation. Yeah, they're taking a photo outside the hotel before it all goes wrong. And honestly, the first time I saw it, it brought a tear to my eye because I was just yeah. like, "Holy fuck!" Like, but obviously, because the game is terrible. It didn't yeah, exactly. Like, that—that's my only thing. Is like, like, yeah, the trailer was absolutely phenomenal. But does the trailer reflect the the game? No, not at all. Yeah, but but then they also added a thing. The first thing you see in the game, if you if you turn around at the start of the game and go into the room behind you, the family are lying dead. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah. you're in that hotel room. Damn kind of cool. Yeah. Do you think they added that post? Absolutely, or... absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. Because the the trailer to was... this day is still regarded as one of the best trailers. Like, yeah, like they were like write that write that down write that down write that down. Yeah. Get it down get it in there yeah get, get it in there yeah. Yeah, that's my number one. Uh, number five, sorry. Beautiful. What's yours? All right. So, also trailer music. Uh, or at least I heard it initially as trailer music. But um, is the theme for Breath of the Wild. Ooh. So, one. I remember when the Switch was first being revealed. And they showed the trailer for Breath of the Wild, right? Mm-hmm. And just... I love this piece of music so yeah, much. Yeah, like this piece of music, like hearing it for the first time and also like the visuals for the trailer going along with like how it was kind of like a kind of different tone for Zelda where it was kind of like more peaceful and like open open world and all this other stuff, right? Like, it was just so beautiful that it really like struck a chord with me. Also, hey. I have... Yeah. Hey, <laughs> also, I, also I have a um, soft spot for like... Uh, Violins like string instruments, um, yeah, yeah, and pianos. I mean, pianos technically string instruments, but yeah, like, but yeah, this this music. But the real like emotional bits are like the bits where it just suddenly cuts to like silence for yeah. me. So there's one coming up relatively soon. I think it's like here. Yeah. Okay. So they edited it out here, but there's like a, a brief like cut. There is, yeah. Silence that was the whole there. thing with that soundtrack, though, is yeah. they use silence in such an artful way. Yeah. Because they, they also made the music so it wasn't playing at specific moments. It was playing randomly at some point. Exactly. And there, there was a ton of moments where there was just no music. Yeah. To the point where that became almost a soundtrack in itself. Because mm. using silence like that is, is artful in gaming. Yeah. Right? And then and they this, did it really, really well in Breath of the Wild. This bit right here is just... Where the, all, all the backing cuts out. Yeah. And I remember in it's the trailer, piece. yeah, like this bit here. It goes a bit Asian inspired here as well. A bit crouching tiger, hidden dragony. And I and I remember in the trailer, like, because it cuts to black at that point, and then it just yeah. shows the master sword. And it was like, that was genuinely the thing that convinced me to be like, I literally after that trailer, I just went and bought a Switch and bought bought Breath of the Wild. Because I, I was like, it, it sold a Switch to a lot of people. Yeah. That <laughs> I was so on no, but I was so on the fence about whether I wanted to buy a Switch or not because I'd been hearing like there's like weird performance issues with it and stuff. But I literally watched that trailer and then just literally the bit where it like the piano thing hit and then it showed the Master Sword and a tear rolled down my eye and I was like, alright, <laughs> like, here you go, Nintendo, take my money. 
No, nah, really good choice. I, yeah. I approve of that. <laughs> Such a good. It's so. Fuck. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so... No, good. So my next one um, is less about the music oh. itself and more about what happens just after this piece of music. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> so this this bit actually did make me cry. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna be a wuss about it. But if you play the play the music from the start. Yeah. So what's happening here in this is Ori in the Blind Forest and it's um, Naru embracing the light. Naru is the little character that you play as in. Uh, no, no Naru is the the friend, isn't it? Naru yes. is the big fat yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sorry. Um, and you're befriending this massive creature. You're having a great time. You're gathering apples and having a little bit of fun and playing. And the music's really jubilant and really like positive. It's all positive notes. There's no negativity in the song. It's the ending of the song where it does go a little bit dark. Um, but so this this is this super happy moment in the game, and then. Yeah. It builds up that they like build a treehouse or something, if I remember rightly. Is this the beginning um, of the game, right? Yeah, where they're building the bridge across yeah. the water and they're, they're just enjoying each other's time. Yeah, it's, show, it's showing that your your life basically growing up with this person, right? That, yeah, they're taking, and, and they're the taking care of in the background you. is alive at this yeah. point as well. So everything's fine, everything's happy, and the, mu the music is just what, like, listen to it. Mm. And it, it really gets you thinking this game's going to be great, it's going to be happy, it's going to be lovely. And that's the late motif as well, there, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's yep. from the main theme. Um, and then yeah. yeah, and then it goes it cuts uh, to a bit where he's. Oh, I don't think it has it in this. In, in no, in it's, this, it's in this video. It's this bit now where it goes negative. Do you hear that negative note? Yeah, because it goes. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, and then it gets because, and then it gets real sad. Because <laughs> that's when they've been sleeping inside the tree, and he goes back inside. And spoilers for Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, you walk in, and he's died. Yeah, his best friend has died, and the forest has died behind him as well. And that's when the game goes really dark and really heavy. And Jenny made me cry like that. Yeah. You do not expect in the first. It's not like the first ten minutes of up. Yeah, you get thumped in the fucking stomach. Is what you do because you're yeah. like, oh, this is lovely. Yay, oh, great. God. Oh up. no, I can put. <laughs> I can put that that up sequence just at the top here. Uh, but it's horrible. It's I love it. I love the music. Yeah. But I hate that sequence. Oh god, <laughs> fucks me up. That bit. Yes, that's my number four. All right, go, go, go. go. Yours, I'm guessing right, you've right. gone for Celeste again. Yes, of course. Of course I have. Uh, I need to have at least one Celeste song on every single top five I have. But um, I went for this one because I think it's it's called Quiet, it's Quiet and Falling. Um, and I think it's just a beautiful piece oh, of Oh, this music. sounds like Resident Evil. Yeah. I don't know if... I didn't put this on my previous list, did I? No, you didn't, but I like okay, this. Okay, good, yeah. Cause... This is very, like, um, somber. Yes, it is incredibly somber to the point where when I first played through this bit, this song came on and I was playing on my TV. And I was like, oh my God. And then my partner literally went like, she, she was just sitting in the background and she just heard the piano. She was like, this is too sad. I'm leaving. Just walked out of the room. I was like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, like the point that this comes in the game as well is that like your friend who you've been traveling with has kind of gone missing. Uh, mm. And yeah, you're kind of like looking for them in this weird, like dark, abandoned temple, and it's kind of creepy. And it's just, you know, like this kind of like somber moment. And also, this comes after like you've kind of had a moment with yourself where you feel, you know, you're kind of doubting the fact that whether you can like finish climbing the mountain or not. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's kind of like the first bit where you kind of take like a reflection of yourself, but without. Like, isn't it's just Madeline having a look at, the, like, having a look at themselves without the other part of them there, 
with them. Because Madeline well. is the main character. The main character isn't called Celeste, is it? The main no, character no. is called Madeline. Yeah, the main character called Madeline. Celeste is the name so of the mountain. Right, okay. Yeah, cool. so so it's the Celeste Mountain. But um right. yeah. It's just also it's just, you know, Lena Rain did an amazing job and with this music. Is she she's got like a shadow form as well called is it Badeline? Well yeah, that's the that's the nickname. <laughs> but I think they're just called Part of You. So Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's yeah. no name because I thought the the bad form was Celeste. No, 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 no. So the bad That's form is I, I, I haven't played the game enough to understand it. But... Yeah, yeah. But then also just, you know, as this piece of music goes on, it's quite long, so I won't play the whole thing, but there's like slowly more and more like instruments get added or like, you know, bits of piano. Like there's a bit later on where like um, this bit's playing, but then there's another piano that starts playing like a higher notes bit. And yeah, like the progression of the music in this, like this, the progression in this very... piece of music is so good. Like, very reminiscent of Resident Evil 1 and 2. Yeah. Very, very much. Like, cause, you know the safe room music? Yes. There's yeah. that, and then there's the bits where the game's not really doing anything, it's just a bit quiet, and it's just it's, it's just going, you're fucked, effectively. Yeah. And but like, we're going to play some nice music. This piece of music, to me, is you know, much like a lot of different bits of the soundtrack. Like, this is one of the songs where, like, if I'm feeling down, or whatever, or if I'm just walking around and I'm trying to think about something, and I'm in a, be a bit of like a somber mood, then yeah, like this is the song That's that nice, like really like exacerbates that feeling for me. Obviously, it's hard to reflect that when we're talking over it, but like, mm. yeah, it's it's good, good choice. Yeah, all right. So my next one, um, I actually took a while to find this piece because I couldn't remember what the name of the actual music was because I didn't know if this was like on the soundtrack or if it was like a piece of ambience or whatever. But you can play the piece of music. It's from The Walking Dead, the game, mm. and it's called Alive Inside. Um, and it's sort of the the piece of music that's that's nearly always playing throughout the game. Mm. And uh, have you played The Walking Dead? The oh game? yeah, yeah, yeah. I played the first one and the second one. Yeah. This right. game did things to me. It, it it made me feel things I didn't know I could feel. Yeah. Um, because it did this really cool thing where you get to the barn in the game and you expect it to be the same storyline as the barn in the movie, mm. but it's completely different. Because in the movie, um, the little girl is in. It comes out of the barn and she's a zombie. If you remember. Yeah. It's not the movie show, the TV show, there's no movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then in, in the show, another family are living there that have somehow managed to make themselves quite comfortable and quite happy. Mm. And it turns out they're cannibals, they're eating people. Yes. And you have to make the decision whether you let um, Clementine eat the human meat or not, whether you get to her in time or not. And I, of course, I didn't get to her in time. I was like, yes, eat the human meat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it, they, this piece of music plays just afterwards. Mm. And you then realize that the decision you just made is going to impact the whole game. Yeah, and it does. It comes back later on, uh, and it also plays. I think just before you kill Lee, uh, Lee being the main character of the first chapters, the first game. Yes. Um, you have to make the decision whether because he gets turned into a zombie, obviously. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you sit there with Clementine, deciding whether you're going to kill him or not, and and this piece of music plays, and I was crying. I was I was in pieces. I couldn't handle it. I got so connected to all the characters in that in that game. Yeah, the ending um, is so sad of this game, like the first like the first game. Um, the first season. Yeah, the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. the bit like really that bit stuff. with with Clem and uh, what's the name of the main? Lee? Yeah, and Lee, where Lee's yeah. like chained up to the thing, and mm. like yeah, you have to make the decision. It's like, Clem. have you but, seen I Am Legend? Yeah, yeah. There's a scene in that where he has to kill his dog, and it's the same feeling I got because you know his dog gets bitten and mm. starts to turn. And yeah. he has to strangle his dog while he's crying. Although it's got Will Smith, who I'm not a big fan of anymore. Um, that scene was done really well, and it gives me the same vibes as that. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's really it's heart wrenching. Yeah, but that was mine. That was my number three. All right, cool. My number three uh, is a bit spoilery. Uh, so there is an indie game called Omori. You've never heard of. Um, and basically, 
Uh, how do okay, I need to, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil, I'm gonna do some spoilers, right? So, if you've not played Omori, uh, and you were lucky to play Omori, which I would highly recommend, um, if you want to give it a look on Steam, uh, maybe skip this section, um, so or probably come back. podcast, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably, like, skip, like, There's so many better ones out there. Skip two minutes ahead, but I'm gonna talk about, I don't know, Clark, do you want me to, do you want to, are you gonna play it, or should no, I just, no, okay, no, no. okay, so, this is the song that plays at the end of the game. Um, and this piece of music is so powerful because this story is ultimately about a brother and a sister. And his bro- the, the brother you play as, uh, Sonny, is a violinist. And the sister okay. is called Mary, who plays the piano, which you can hear now, right? And basically, I won't explain like the full thing, but a tragedy happens and the sister passes away while they're preparing for a recital, and they never okay. get to play the duet together. So I think throughout the game, you hear the different pieces of music, like the violin part and the piano part separately, but you never hear it together. And at the end of the oh. game, when this is playing, this is the end where basically Sonny is coming to terms with the fact that his sister has passed away. Um, and there's some other stuff I won't reveal because it's quite tragic, but... Um, Basically, you hear this for the first time, and it's kind of Sonny reflecting on the life that he had with his sister, like, growing up. And it plays, like, their history, kind of thing. Quite similar to, you know, like, Up, right? Um, is, is this a long game, or is it a short game? Um, I'd say it's about 10 hours. You could, It is, like, a, a horror game as well. So, like... I'm give this a try, actually. This sounds interesting. I quite like this story. I, mean, I know the ending, but I don't know. Yeah, care. yeah. It's, um, let's have a, it's a really, up. really good game. But it's a game that deals with a lot of much like mo- like a lot of different indie games where it deals with like depression and loss and like being a shut-in and like yeah. you know socialism social socialism socializing with people socialism. and stuff like yeah so like and, and classic it, theme in indie games it's socialism. one of these it's an indie game which has like there's a quite actually quite a lot of different endings kind of it's kind of similar to undertale i guess in that sense like and it looks similar to undertale it's yeah, like yeah. A sketchy drawing so the combat like is it's yeah it's, it's a turn it's more but it's more like traditional turn-based combat thing it's it's a very good game um I'd say it doesn't hit. It's less compact as Undertale, but the story it tells is more interesting. But you have to enjoy more traditional JRPG mechanics, I guess. Well, it's, not, it's a nice yeah. piece of music as well. And yeah. I love the story behind it. Like the story sounds great. So. Yeah, and it's yeah, also at the end of this song, like because to symbolize, you know, like you hear it starts with Sunny playing. It starts with Mary playing by herself, you know, the piano, and then mm-hmm. Sunny, the violin joins in, and then the piano fades away, right? So then it's just the violin Ooh, left on the side. Which is, yeah, is exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so it's like, oh man, it's it's a really powerful piece of music. But, um, no, that sounds great. I like that piece of music. Well done. Yeah, please Enjoy play Amori. Okay, cool. Uh, we so can move on. my number two is a very, very easy choice. And it's... it's oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> it's from Life is, Life is Strange. And it's uh, called Arcadia. Oh, God, the goosebumps I get from this. Every mm. time I hear this piece of music. Genuinely, like... I'm welling up a little bit now because every time I hear it, it makes me think about this game. Yeah, I know um, this game means a lot to you as well. Like, yeah, oh, like... so much, so much. Um, so this piece of music plays on the menu screen for the game, and there, there, many people that play this game have all said that like, sometimes you just load the game up and just leave it sitting here because mm. like it cycles through weather conditions and stuff while you're watching it. So it's raining sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's snowing. Uh, most of the time it's like sunny and you can hear the sea, and it's just. It really does encapsulate like what this game is. 
And I can't remember if you played Life is Strange 1. I have, yeah, yeah. It's such a fucking heavy game. Yeah. And it deals with so many things. Like, it deals with suicide, um, sexual assault, uh, being a teenager, mm. like, growing up in a world where you don't feel you're right. It deals with imposter syndrome, which is something that a lot of us have dealt with in the industry. Um, it deals with so much stuff, and this piece of music is just so simple. Like, and... Oh, God, I love it so much. It's, yeah. it's actually distracting me to hear it because I can't explain <laughs> no, it. No, 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 I get you, yeah. But I just love this piece. And the soundtrack to this game is absolutely fucking stonking as well. It's really, it's, it's a similar soundtrack to Misfits, the TV show. Yes. Where they share a lot of tracks. Um, and I just think what they did with this game was absolutely masterful. Like, yeah. They handled those themes really well. I'm, I'm currently playing through... Um, True Life Colors? Strange True Colors, yes. I'm well, playing through I, that. I don't think... Is, it, is that what it's called? Oh. True Colors, it is True Colors, yeah. It yeah. Is. Um, playing through that at the moment, and it's fine. Yeah. But the first one just... Yeah, well, I mean, it was Hallmark, right? As in, kind yeah. of just, like, really... I'm looking forward to the remaster that's coming out, although it, I don't know how you can remaster a game that came out, like, <laughs> seven years ago. But yeah. We'll see. I'm sure they'll do a good job. But, yeah, it's, this is just one for me that... Mm -hmm. I could listen... There's, there's a ten-hour version of this on YouTube, which I've had on a lot. Yeah. It's just a nice piece of music. It's, it's really nice, yeah. Thank mm. you. But I can tell why it would you, you like a lot of people would have a lot of emotions attached to this. It, it's just it 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 really does represent the game well. Mm. Like everything that's going on in this music is, it's like oh, I can't even explain it. it. It just matches the game style perfectly, and it, it really makes you think. Every time I hear this like single guitar track playing, it just makes me think of Arcadia Bay, and I'm yeah. straight back there in that in that moment. Yeah, remembering joy and. Joy, Joyce, Joyce, sorry, Joyce. Joyce, yeah. Uh, which is um, Chloe's mum. Chloe's mum. Mm. I need to play this game again at some point. I'm waiting for the remaster. I'm going to play it through again. But yeah, so that's my number two. All right, very nice. My number two. Uh, I feel <laughs> like I have to. I could put this entire sound. It's from Undertale. Yeah. I could yeah. put the entire soundtrack of this game on here. Like, but this song oh. is the emotional song, right? Yeah. Like, um. Just obviously Toby Fox doing an absolute number on my mm -hmm. ears and my heart. So um, yeah, like we like this song also like kind of like in the game is quite emotional as well. Of like you know you're understanding the story and giving getting a lot of the context of like why things are happening uh, in Undertale. But also for me, like this song kind of takes me back to like when I played this game. Like luckily I played this game like completely blind like when it just came out on steam and i was like i know nothing about this game and i played this with my housemates like um we all played it together and this song just came on and we all just went like completely silent as we just like we were going through this game together and i guess it kind of makes me nostalgic of those times where like you know i could kind of sit down and play games with those and housemates gaming was the most difficult thing in your life effectively yeah nothing exactly, else was difficult because right. gaming was the challenge and yeah the rest of life was just easy i mean yeah we were just uni students right yeah. but like you know like you didn't have taxes you didn't have mortgages and all that crap being able to experience this game with uh my housemates at the time mm. uh yeah it was like a beautiful thing right of like you know this this game that we little did we know that this game would be one of the most influential or like one of the biggest <laughs> games like guys straight um but yeah and also weirdly enough i i am going to my friend's wedding oh. <laughs> next week <laughs> this weekend so it's kind of like topical in that sense right of like oh, that's yeah nice. yeah that's a good story as well i like that um 
But yeah, this piece of music is great. Like, just, and also when all the percussion and everything comes in, and at the end when it plays the violin of the um, you know the main late motif. Oh man, it's so good. That's a good piece of music. I haven't heard this version of it before, but because I haven't played the full game yet, I'm still playing through it. And oh. I know it's only like three or four hours long, but you are finished yeah. the game, man. Uh, I'll gonna, finish yeah, it. Yeah. I'm gonna finish it. I'll do it this week, in fact. When this song it. comes on, you'll 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 know. yeah yeah. All right. But this cool. is good. In that case, good. I will stop because no spoiler. But <laughs> so my number one is uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's from Lost. It's a piece of music called Moving On, and it's the final piece of music that you hear in the show. Should I think I, play I it? may have talked about this. Yeah, play it, please, because it's eight minutes long. Okay. Um. So, uh, oh God. So, so I I know that Lost is not the best TV show of all time, but it is my favorite TV show of all time, and it, it, that I'm I die on that hill. Mm. That's the hill I'm dying on. It's my favorite TV show. I fucking love it. And we watched this show at university with a group of friends that are still my friends to this day. And we watched every episode. We would gather together in a friend's, like, he'd made his room into, like, a little, like, viewing room sort of thing. Mm. Very janky and very shitty, but there was, like, blankets everywhere. And we'd all kind of gather up and snuggle up. And there was, like, ten of us. And life was hard, but we had lost. Every week we'd watch mm. an episode of it, and it was fucking brilliant. Um... And we got to like season four and then obviously we all finished uni and kind of went our separate ways and started doing our own thing. So I <laughs> carried on watching Lost as uh, as they did their thing. Yeah. Um, and I realized because I, I moved, then moved to France mm-hmm. and I realized that I was still holding on very much to my life at uni. And I was unable to kind of let that go. Mm. And a, the big theme of Lost is is moving on and letting go. Like, yes. You know get over your your bad parts and focus on the good bits mm. and um it gets me quite emotional to talk about this because it, it, it is kind of hard for me to to go through this bit but i was realizing that because i was out in france on my own i'd sort of given up my old life a little bit mm. um and as loss was approaching the ending um it sort of helped me deal with the fact that i wasn't really going to see my uni friends very much anymore like i wasn't going to see my family much anymore um and you get to the final episode and this piece of music plays as they're all sort of walking up into the church and realizing that they are dead and that, you know, it's time to move on. Yeah. Um, and it's filled with like the, the music in Lost. The, this, this this track is filled with like late, late motifs and whatnot. Um, it references all the different tracks and it's by Michael Giacchino. But it also does something right at the end where it ends with the first note that the show starts with. Oh. So the first episode of episode one opens with a single piano note, mm. and this track ends with that same note, and that fucking crushed me. Oh, I was man. like, I got to the end of that, and I was like, it's time to be like, it's time to be a grown up now. It's time to move on with my life and yeah, and and be good and be better. And this piece of music just fucking represents every. Mo- I know it sounds oh, really man. sappy. No, no, I, I mean stupid. that's a beautiful thing, right? Like, but. This is the piece of music that I'm planning to use because I'm going to do a, a video at some point soon on YouTube where I talk about my accident and yeah. like memories of the coma and I'm going to actually talk about what that experience was like. And I, I feel like I could be really loserish and put this piece of music in the background, but it would fit it really well. No, man. Um, you go for it. Like... But I just love this piece of music so much. Yeah, like, this is incredibly emotional. So good, yeah. like, I guess, and yeah, it's also... Just, it's so loaded. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's loaded, right? Like the story yeah. behind it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, very similar. If to... you if you skip forward to the last, I'd say last thirty seconds of the track, uh, like here. So this is the camera's pulling away. They've all moved on, and then it does this, which just fucking crushes me every time. Mm. 
that note. That one note is the note that the show starts on. Yeah. And it's fucking masterwork. It's absolute masterwork of music. Yeah. So yeah, that's mine. That's my number one. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Alright. Beautiful. My, 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 it is. Like, I mean, my number one also, I think you know this piece of music as well. Of course I do. But, of course I do. Uh, this is the, this is Nevermore from Persona 4. It's the theme that plays when you finish the game. I think, I think it only plays if you get the true ending. But, um. It is the, it is the true ending piece, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is. But, look. I'm Big Weeb, okay? I'm, 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 a, I'm a big weeb, but like basically I played this game at a point in my life where I was probably pretty fucking depressed <laughs> or pretty sad, right? Like mm -hmm. I already have much going on for me um, and I'd gone through a lot of like a lot of bad stuff at this point in time. I think I was about 16 and I was kind of isolated because uh, you know, I was going to school in a place that was like kind of far away and I didn't really have many like friends and a lot of my like friends I'd be playing games online with weren't like doing much at that point in time. So I kind of found myself with a lot of free time and kind of isolated on my own and I managed to find myself just playing like falling into playing Persona 4. And I was at this point in time as I was 16 and being edgy I was kind of like going through a bit of a change in, in my life yeah. of like my outlook and like you know the kinds of things I wanted to do and like look you know be associated with I guess and I remember playing through this game and it just made me so happy and all the stuff with like social linking and like talking with your friends and stuff like that and hanging out it kind of showed like an ide idealistic life I guess of like you know and it just really struck a chord with me of like you know kind of this dumb game, dumb Scooby-Doo game about going around with your friends and solving the mystery and stuff. But like, a lot of the music and a lot of the themes like still stick with me this day. Um, it's got a really heavy story as well. Yeah, and the story's really heavy, heavy as well, right? Yeah. And I remember when this song played, when I finished the game, I just literally just broke down into tears. <laughs> and I just... Well, could... that fucking last boss is hard. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just the ending and everything. Yeah. And I just literally cried for like 10 minutes just bawling Ooh. in my room man like because i was like because it was such a beautiful game and like the fact that it was over and stuff as well yeah but i guess it's kind of like it's, if you I, get to the point where it's over and you're like oh like yeah. you have to sort of because it's such a weird thing because the game has got this like really supernatural storyline going on like everything's crazy and bonkers but you get to the ending and it's like that's done now yeah like it's time to move on with your real life, and it's it, yeah, it's so cool. Like, exactly right. I fucking love this game. I and play it again. Too. Yeah, it's so it's such a good game. But also that yeah, like I guess it was after this game, I kind of like you know I was like, all right, well, time to make changes in my own life, I guess. Yeah. You know, yeah, good. and good. it kind of changed my outlook on a lot of things, and like how I wanted to view friendships and also view myself, kind of thing, which I thought was great. Um, and yeah, kind of helped shape me into the adult that I am, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, like this, this music always it never fails to like re remind me of that stuff and remind me of, you know, where that I... and the Junos theme tune. Oh, I mean Junos is great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, look, the game's just fucking great, right? Like all the Junos is too emotional. I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> such a good game. It was such a good piece of music as well. Yeah. It's just that game is flawless. Like it's so good. Yeah. Uh, well, Persona 4 Golden is flawless. The yeah. Persona 4 original 
Yeah. A lot of problems. It's like be- it's mechanically, it's a bit of a pain in the ass that game is, but Golden is beautiful. Be- it's better than Persona Five. Just saying. I agree. But, yeah, I fully agree. Yeah. I, I I do feel like everyone's first Persona is their f- is the best Persona, but yeah, yeah. Oh man, that game was fucking fantastic. Well, it was good and good story as well. I like the stories. You've got some good stories this week. Well done. Yeah, thank you, thank you. What's the person? But that has yes. been the Sunfire Tavern episode sixty. Yes, uh, which is our podcast for gamers and geeks, uh, where you, we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV. With me, Clark, and my co-host Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. Uh, this week we've talked about what we talked about: Sonic, something, Sonic Horizons, Fortnite, Sonic. What? What's it called? What's the Sonic game called? Frontiers. Frontiers, thank you. Yeah. I'm obviously doing really well here. We talked about Diablo Immortal, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and how Toby Fox is doing the music for that. But we didn't actually mention that, but Toby no, Fox is doing the music for the open world, uh, which is going to be amazing. We talked about RetroArc on Series X and PS5. Uh, a little mention of Obi-Wan Kenobi, a bit about Stranger Things, Multiverse of Madness, and a lot about everything everywhere all at once, because it's fucking amazing. Mm. Um, and yeah, we also did our top five emotional moments, which got a bit sappy near the end because yeah. we both did our favourite <laughs> um, but it's hard to talk about these kind of things so mm. Ollie uh, it's been a great show uh, do you have anything else to say before we drop out for the week uh, nah man I hope everybody has a great week and I uh, hope you liked our tracks uh, also I'm going to go out with a bonus track oh it? here we go Where he's doing it, it. you bastard <laughs> grandma from Wind Waker isn't it yep <laughs> oh, you bastard! <laughs> and this also means I don't need to edit our ending. <laughs> no, we we can end on this, I think. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. You bastard. Um. Oh, well, thank you everyone right. for listening. Yeah. Um, see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>